Welcome to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Ken and Cheryl here with Raymond Larson. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship today and the seven degrees of influence. Well, at a time when organizations are only cautiously hiring, many people are seeking entrepreneurial opportunities to achieve their career and financial objectives. Despite the economic slump, the U.S. is still the haven of business startups. And our guest today brings a unique perspective to entrepreneurship and its importance on influencing our culture as well as the economy and job vitality. Stay with us for an interesting discussion with an entrepreneur who teaches others how they could succeed in their own business. Before we begin, I just want to remind you that we've developed seven free videos for you, our listeners, that help you get a better job, better pay, and a better life. To access the free videos, simply go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. Now to introduce our guest, Dr. Raymond Larson uh, has uh, over 30 years' experience in both business and ministry. He combines vision and practical application to produce results necessary for success, not only for himself, but with the individuals with whom he works. In business, he's worked with both for-profit and not-for-profit organizations, from startups to large businesses, and he's grown them and developed leaders, both personally and professionally. Welcome, Raymond. Well, thank you very much, Ken and Cheryl. Thanks for having me on today. Well, it's a delight to uh, to meet you. We just uh, had a chance to briefly talk the other day, but it sounds like you've had a really interesting ride. Tell us a little bit about your career and how you decided to enter the entrepreneurial arena. Well, first of all, my grandfather was a very successful businessman in California where I grew up, and at one point in time I had to decide whether I would go into the family business or pursue a career in full-time ministry. I chose the latter, spent 25 years pastoring, uh, and really to be a very successful pastor, you need to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm not sure if they'd use the same words, but they're very similar passions. Left that in uh, 1995 and began to launch businesses alongside planting churches in in America around the world. So we kind of came up with a hybrid mix of funding church plants with uh, business startups. And, of course, it's all evolved from there and uh, ended up doing some consulting. And now, of course, Deborah and my primary passion is our seven degrees. Well, we're going to talk uh, more about the seven degrees, but I'm, I'm really intrigued by um, the, uh, the mortgage company that you, I guess your son helped you with that, Raymond, to develop that practice. We Yeah, my son and I uh, realized, and we didn't know uh, anything about timing. We didn't know there was going to be a housing market boom at the time we started. We were just trying to figure out how we could literally make ends meet while we planted a church specifically and then have others do as well. So we launched with no understanding of the uh, mortgage business. I bought half of someone's company and learned the very difficult way how difficult it is to create relations between real estate real estate professionals and mortgage professionals. We accomplished that at a fairly successful level. And then, of course, as we began to see the housing market make the changes it made, we got very motivated about how to help people who were facing 
financial difficulties. So it all evolved from there. And I don't even claim to really know the market business today. <laughs> <laughs> you must have learned a thing or two. Well, Raymond, though. you're in great company. There's a whole lot of people in the business who don't know a lot about it. <laughs> well, that's proven out, and that's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, we're hoping for better times, and people like the Dawsons and the Larsons are passionate about people succeeding. Indeed. Well, your current enterprise is called Seven Degrees. Tell us what that represents and what your vision is for the organization. Well, we do have two companies of our own unrelated to Seven Degrees where that's how we make our living. We launched a couple of businesses a year ago in the real estate business. Uh, Seven Degrees is based on two things. First of all, the human web, which says that everyone is connected by is no more separated than six degrees of separation. It's amusing to me that we could be so intriguingly close by geometry and, uh, and, and numerics, and yet it's a very distant and cool culture. It's a very, uh, even though we're becoming more proficient at Internet and texting and all those things, people are getting less and less connected. So seven degrees is based on the point that there are seven important influences in our culture, government uh, education, family, of course, uh, arts, and, arts and entertainment, media and government. And the one that weaves its way through all of those is business. You cannot succeed in any of those arenas without succeeding in business. With that in mind, we decided to create a ability to penetrate and influence culture by training people at their skill level, skill sets, and get them involved in succeeding in their arena. So everybody that gets involved with us first learns a little thing called marketplace invasion, how to develop the entrepreneurial business startup. From there, we ask them to augment who they are with their other loves, music, art, and that sort of thing, with the goal of succeeding in those arenas you are successful at, but as well um, with the goal of, with your success in mind, impacting and affecting people for success and for the good. Raymond, we have an awful lot of people uh, listening to our show who have an interest in entrepreneurship and sometimes aren't quite certain what is required to be a successful entrepreneur. Could you kind of give an overview for our listeners as to what that involves? Well, that's a very good question, Ken. I think being an entrepreneur means you have creative ideas. You have the energy and excitement to take those ideas and make them profitable and successful, effective for what they do. And an entrepreneur doesn't have all the skill sets but he has the willingness to ask the right questions and assemble a team that have complementary skill sets so that you can succeed at business. Um, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to run a music industry company. I'm, I'm literally tone deaf, although I love music, but I probably, with the right team, could make an effective uh, attempt at building some sort of sector of the music business. So, therefore, it's really about having an idea, putting that idea on paper, researching that, and finding the right tools and skill sets to build whatever your dream is. Everything is really done by team. Most people that are entrepreneurs that stay by themselves really become self-employed people. Entrepreneurs build teams, build networks, develop new avenues, um, ways to express themselves, and never are content. If there is a flaw to entrepreneurs, always on to the next thing. The entrepreneur that stays focused in one particular venue is the ability to always looking for different ways to demonstrate that one particular thing they're doing. Let me follow that up with a very specific question, and it 
kind of uh, has to do with some of the conversation we had prior to the show. Uh, as I mentioned, we work uh, uh, quite a lot with veterans, and we'll be doing a lot more of that. And many veterans consider themselves um, kind of straight-line um, non-entrepreneurial, non-creative, and yet many of them have many of the skills and abilities that it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. For our veterans who are listening, could you share some of your thoughts in that regard? Well, yes, one of the important things, I think the Dawsons kind of are, after reading your book and getting to know you a little better, kind of the forerunners in an arena that says, you have skills, you have abilities, let's spot them, let's assess them, Let's focus them and let's get you launched into somewhere where you can be successful. So I would say to any um, uh, any any veteran, what, what are your loves? What are your skill sets? We have some tests we give people in in it and helping them to analyze who they are that spots their passions and their skill sets. If you can get those working complementary, it's amazing what you can accomplish with those skills. So I I, I think that. You know, I, I think the fundamental question, if I were a veteran, and we certainly appreciate everything the veterans have done, what do I like doing and what am I good at? And how can I put that together in a way that could enable me to, to start a business? The government right now is very adamant about small business startup. It has been for two or three administrations now. And there is an amazing amount of resources for veterans, for single moms, for people of color to do something creative. It's just about putting the package together, writing a business plan that's presentable, coming up with funding, and with a rollout plan and an exit strategy. Pretty simple things that nobody knows until you have to do it. I didn't know it either. I think that you're right on target, Raymond, but that there are um, you know, some building blocks that you have to put it in place and uh, we're going to talk throughout the show about some of the resources that you make available to folks to help them do that. But just to pick up on the theme of assessment in Job Search of Total System, uh, we have two chapters that really deal uh, with assessment. I say chapters, uh, chapters in all, also in the audio format that help you to think through your preferences and interests, your skills, and as you say, Raymond, your passion. And in Chapter 2, um, or the second segment, of the uh, audio, we really emphasize the independent um, options, not just entrepreneurship, but contract work and consulting sure. and, and those types of things. Because in this economy, and, and gosh, the, Ken and I have been in business now for over two decades, we've seen so many changes in the contingency workplace. We've seen it grown um, more and more dramatically to the point where now it's uh, probably 40% or higher. And um, that provides many opportunities for independent work options, more so than in the past. So there's a tremendous shift to in the culture, in the economy, to support and create the opportunities for the independent businessman or the entrepreneur, regardless of what your previous experience might have been. And you've, you've demonstrated that yourself, Raymond, in going from um, ministerial uh, career and just entering in the business. Tell us a little bit about that transition and how you were able to navigate it. Well, first of all, uh, there, there are pieces that often help you along the way that you don't anticipate their arrival. But most people that I know go from a business uh, endeavor into full-time ministry. I went the reverse way, and a lot of my professional minister friends, 
uh, find that perplexing to them. Um, one of the reasons, uh, and I, I amazingly had some great success, my church grew to what they call a mega church in, in evangelical circles. I'm grateful for everything that happened. But I realized in my experience, we were becoming a bit of an isolated culture that unless people came to you, you really didn't get to know the, the, the segment of population larger than what they would call the evangelical Christians or people searching for spiritual values. So it was it was hard. I did both for a very, very long time. And then back in 2003, there was a car accident that uh, left me with a broken vertebrae, both in my neck and my back, and some severe surgeries. And when you cannot enter the pulpits weekly, there really is no, no career path for that. So I had to resign that during the... Uh, during the accident and the surgeries, and I had to really rethink what I was doing, and that helped propel me toward that direction. The good link for me was I had a friend that was forming a prepaid credit card company to literally cause everybody that used a debit card to give money back to the charity or um, 501c3 of their choice, and that became a phenomenal segue for me because I got to stay in the world I knew but I was transitioning to a completely different mindset. So that really was the final piece of transitioning for me uh, with that, and I haven't pastored since 2004, just prior to neck surgery. I don't recommend neck surgery unless you have to have it. And the, um, But that, that greatly helped, and we... Well, we're going to, uh, Raymond, we're going to need to take a little break here. What an intriguing story. In the next segment, we're going to delve more into the uh, seven degrees concept and how it can help you succeed as an entrepreneur. Stay tuned for some insights from this um, interesting guest we have today. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Are you unhappy with your life? 
Looking to get unstuck from your rut? Are your fears of happiness, love, and success holding you back? You deserve a second chance. Tune in to Second Chances with Susan Armstrong. Each show will help you find your inner success. Whether it's financial success, relationship success, or the happiness and freedom in your personal life. You'll hear from Susan and some of the most influential guests who are talking the talk and walking that walk. Second Chances airs live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Raymond Larson, and we're learning uh, some interesting perspectives on entrepreneurship. And uh, Raymond, you uh, shared a very personal story of how you uh, got into the business arena uh, and uh, it isn't it interesting how our tragedies and unexpected difficulties can lead to uh, new open doors. They really can. Um, you know, if you focus on what you're going through, you'll certainly end up in, in a circle all by yourself. And although tragedy does hit and, and difficult things, we have to ask ourselves what can really come out of this. You know, one of my favorite stories is, of course, and I don't know what, word by word, but Colonel Sanders, who was a retired military guy, uh, couldn't get a business started and didn't really start Kentucky Fried Chicken until he was in his late 60s and the rest is history. So finding those combinations, finding those opportunities, and not being told no forever. Just because someone tells you no doesn't mean no is for you. It was no for them. Well, tell us how your school helps people to succeed as entrepreneurs. Well, uh, like I said, it's called Seven Degrees University, and the first of seven schools is called Marketplace Invasion, and there are two pieces to that. Number one, there in in the fall, come September, we will have a full online and on-site school where in nine months you will learn all the basic components for launching a business from taking your creative ideas to seeking funding to writing a business plan uh, and, and all the things that really make it uniquely yours. Currently, we're launching our first of our seven degree special ops, and we still have a couple more people to bring in. So we're taking young adults, uh, young adults to me is anything 40 or younger, <laughs> that, uh, that, e- that either have previously succeeded in business or have had gone through the marketplace invasion school, and we're going to launch a business together. Once a quarter, we will assemble 15 people. It will actually be hands-on mentoring well, we're going to assemble the teams according to their skill sets, combine them in teams, and roll out an entire business, uh, including the fund, seeking the funding and all the things needed, marketing strategy, your, your SWOT analysis, all those things. And because I've done a lot of business consulting with small and particularly medium-sized companies, we will either start one from scratch or one of the students will have a current business that needs to go to the next level, and this team will roll it out to the next level. And how do you attract your teams, the individuals who uh, participate in the school? Well, quite honestly, we're just now, we just rolled out, we just launched our website two weeks ago. 
uh, and we have a three we have a three month social media marketing uh, that we're being very exhaustive. We've uh, we're using Twitter, Facebook, all the different venues that are available to us. Uh, but currently, most of our students, because of my speaking in churches, I'll speak at a church, and regardless of the subject I'm speaking on, I always return to. It's time for people to begin to build their own vision and business, and I we've been attracting people. I was at a church yesterday, and a young man, a young woman, came to me and said, "Where do I sign up?" Now we don't take everybody that comes on every rollout because we have to have we've set it up in seven teams of two with each specific assignment, so we can't have four marketers at the same time. Just two people with a with a, with a predisposition to that that will train and launch. During the special ops, you have to take two classes, one called uh, the entrepreneur class, and the other is the business engine, and they do that together. I mean, that question that. often comes up from our listeners is, uh, how do you price your program? How do you price your um, technology? Uh, could you share that with our listeners? Well, sure. Um, the school in September, you guys are asking such excellent questions. You're making it easier on any guests that you have. Um, the school rollout in September, whether on-site or online, to completely get your marketplace and get in base and certificate, which has 30 credit hours to two universities. So you will receive college credit, and we are arranging, as you and Ken and I were talking about earlier, where um, retired military and, and former military can get their GI Bill and participate under the vocational school structure. Um, so it costs thirty nine ninety five to be completely through the school, everything you need, and with a certificate. And then we have a thing called uh, Global Position, where we have businesses around the world. In fact, the seven people that review all business plans are former uh, successful giants in a number of industries. They will help you to place you in a position to learn more, internship, and or sometimes arrange funding for your business to go forward. So that's uh, the... The special ops is $3,500, and you are a partial owner in the company when you're done. Is there any way that um, any of the um, participants could uh, apply for grants or um, some other form of uh, uh, compensation to, uh, to, to get involved? Well, first of all, with the vocational function that we're working on right now, all vocational schools, the GI Bill and student loans are applicable. One of the final stages of that. Linking our school to two universities is, is accelerated that process as well. So when you're done with our program, you literally have credit in two universities, one of your choice. And so nothing is just a vocational school without, without school credit. You know, moms and dads want some credits to what you do. Uh, Secondly, there are phenomenal grants available for business startups. One of the things we are doing is during that uh, special ops program and the nine-month marketplace invasion, we are encouraging people to uh, begin to pursue, and we're working to put some grant writers together to help the students literally get the resources to launch their vision. Now, this is uh, also set up as a not-for-profit, is it not, Raymond? It is, correct. Seven degrees. Seven Degrees is, is under, it's a DBA for a group called Global Kingdom Initiative. Uh, one of the things I'm very passionate about is launching businesses overseas, micro-business. Uh, we still love, we Americans love to help and serve other countries. And the only real remaining 
avenue to get into other countries is through a business. Uh, we've been in Nicaragua already, which is very pro-business if you're helping to start things there. So, yes, so there are all kinds of things are coming our way quicker than we can now manage them, all the necessary pieces for a veteran. For a, we have three in our three in our special ops programs that have already have bachelor's and master's degrees, and the university we have are going to allow their they, they will review their their uh, program as a thesis for their master's or doctorate program. So there's a lot of good things coming together. Yeah, it sounds exciting. Tell tell us about the team that makes up your special operations uh, team. Okay, uh, like I said, there are seven teams. One would be finance, another would be marketing, another would be sales. Another, we, we, we are very aggressive now about developing a whole team for social network marketing. That is the future. It, it looks far more confusing. You know, what I like what Ken and Cheryl write in their book is the Internet age has made everything great and everything horrible at the same time, and that's true. It's hard to manage. You've got to know what you're doing. We have literally hundreds of hours in trying to grasp how to network social media, but uh, that'll be a piece of it. Then there, there's a team leader, someone who's assigned to be the kind of CEO of the project, and then I mentor them hand-in-hand hand by, by webinar and by phone every week through the project. So once we do some assessment, decide what their skill sets are, put them in a team, and then they are given, once a particular business project is chosen, they are assigned based on their skill set one of the things that must be accomplished to either roll this business out or take the business to the next level. Another group is on funding. Two of the, two of the team members will work on researching and understanding what are the funding sources for this kind of business. And, Raymond, as you know, um, one of the greatest problems with the Internet is the abuse of the Internet and all the, uh, quite honestly, unscrupulous people that get involved who uh, people really have to be careful of and look out for. Your thoughts on that? Well, you know, and I'm in a business where uh, my personal business has to do with bulk REOs, and people will literally use the Internet to send information that isn't even true about a product or the ability to buy a product. Exactly. I think you have to be very careful with who you connect with the Internet. This is a day and age, Dawson's, where you have to, for use the term in my industry, vet everybody that's involved. I mean, it, it requires as much research to know who you work with and how you work with it and what you post on the Internet. A lot of businesses now are reviewing your Facebook profiles to see what kind of person you are. It is a different day. You have to be wise about what you say, who you say it to, and how that all assembles. Absolutely. Great advice. Well, we have a couple minutes left uh, in this segment, Raymond. Tell us a little bit about the foundational concepts of the seven degrees and how that can influence, um, you know, essentially all the different aspects of culture, and why is that so important to the success of your uh, operational teams? Well, we all know that America is the greatest nation that ever existed um, in terms of modern Western civilization. I know I, I'm, I wasn't there years ago, so I don't know what they were. We only have history books to write. But we all know that the greatness of America is individuals with integrity doing things no one's ever done before. So I believe the greatness of America in its future, in its essence, is understanding our culture, the DNA of our society, and choosing deliberate paths 
to affect that culture. For example, I believe that parents should be involved in education. I was very involved in my children's education and hopefully my grandchildren as well, all 11 of them. The, um, there are seven streams or if you, if you see the, if you see humanity as this globe, there are seven navigational points of importance that all culture passes through. Religion, education, government, and I, and I, I won't repeat them again. So you cannot really impact the direction of a culture without impacting those seven degrees of influence. So we decided in our own passion was to begin to train up and assist people to return to our culture with aggressive passion for the thing America ought to be. And so we created these schools to train. And then, and this is a big thing, and I think, Ken and Cheryl, you're right here. Everybody talks about what to do. We use the word around here, launch. Everybody gets involved here. We want to launch them. We, want the, we don't, don't want them to have a degree or vocational training institute certificate. We want to see them get to where they need to go. So the one component that passes all other degrees of influence is business because we are a capitalistic society. Business is everywhere, even in the church. Uh, I, ran a, I ran a church that dealt with millions of dollars every year. You'd better know finance. you better have a controller. you better understand that people have sacrificed to give you that money, and all those pieces together have to be managed. So business is the driving engine between everything that's influenced and changed. And so our goal is to train up, assist, and launch people all those paths of influence in the human web, on the human globe. And with the passion to bring change, you bring the web, the human web, together. People are not more separated and distant as we are so much today. Everybody does everything on the Internet and in their living rooms. Bring people back together with the common purpose of the greatness America was always supposed to have. Fantastic. Well, in the next segment, we're going to discuss more keys to being successful in that launch, so stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. 
turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Raymond Larson, and we're talking about entrepreneurship and the impact of business through the seven degrees of influence. It's a really intriguing concept, um, Raymond, and we applaud what you're doing. Share with us, if you would, um, what you found to be the greatest obstacles to success for anyone starting off in business. Well, I think there's a couple things. First of all, there's always the personal obstacles. We are really taught someone in our culture to be employees, and there's certainly nothing wrong with that. We trade dollars for hours. And the security, I have a lot of very brilliant friends that show security over what they really believed in. And they're great people and do wonderful things and raise great families, but they always have that gnaw in the, in back inside of them that says, I never did what I could have done. The second obstacle, of course, is, is, is resources. Um, it's difficult to not get a paycheck at first. Um, the perfect world is everybody gets their financing together and factors in a couple of years' income while they develop it. That's rarely the real world. So people really never take that leap or get stuck. You know, 80-something percent of all small businesses fail. And that then goes to strategy and planning. My wife, Deborah, is a phenomenal strategist. I'm sorry she couldn't be with us here today. But she can roll out from, from conception to profitability in anything she ever does. She just understands all the pieces. Most entrepreneurs are passionate about They're kind of like inventors. They got this idea, but what do you do with it, you know? And uh, so, you know, getting over the personal obstacles of reluctance, getting over the typical barriers of employment are another. And then as you get those pieces together, and I think the greatest mistake everybody makes, if I could be real candid since we're doing that, people don't get enough advice. They don't find the people that can help them get to the next level. And you got to have that. I mean, people that are in their 50s and 60s, of which I am now, really know some things that a 20-year-old doesn't know. You know, everybody wants to be the Facebook inventor. Well, they mean, in typically, most successes are more serendipitous than they are pragmatic. They just did that as a college interaction thing. They didn't know that the 30 and 40-somethings were going to take and build it into a whole new empire. So it's getting advice, getting those kinds of things together. And I'd like to recommend everybody that's looking to change business or employment, really look at your book. I have perused it. It is a great hands-on. Theory means nothing to me. I, I got more degrees than a man could ever use in his lifetime. Education's great. And typically teachers go to be, people that are taught go to being teachers. We need doers. And your book's an excellent um, resource. Craig, we really appreciate that. Uh, one of the things that we're most proud of that we feel so strongly about, and it really applies to entrepreneurship, is the 
uh, total commitment contract. You'll remember on page seven, which basically says, you know, I must do the following to be successful. And if you follow that and do it to the letter, you will be successful. And the key thing that we say to people is you can talk about it all day long, but to actually do it and follow those facts of those success are absolutely critical. That's right, and I'm glad you had them sign a contract. Um, I think the greatest contract we ever write is with ourselves, far more important than the one we could ever write and sign. Well, and the other thing is, is uh, we, we've learned from research that when you put something in writing, you're much more likely to actually do it. In fact, I believe the percentage is like 70% more likely. And uh, when, you, when you're more specific and when you, uh, you know, design those kind of SMART goals into your plan and your commitment, uh, then you've got something that you can really act on in a positive way. What are some of the other uh, things that you do within your uh, operate? Um, I guess you call them ops teams uh, to to drive the engine and to really get everybody on the right track and the same page. Well, very good question. First of all, we come up with a very specific business plan, uh, rollout date, and exit strategy. One of the mistakes people really make with all companies is we think they're going to exist forever, and you really. Most most notably, either successful companies become become uh, you know initial offerings IOs or they're sold to someone else. Rarely is the original creator something. So your exit strategy is just as big as that. Number one, we second two, we really teach them understanding funding and budgets. You just got to know what money you need, how much you need, when you need it, and deliverable dates with all that. Then the third thing is we really teach them teamwork. We of the seven teams of two, every other team member is needed. You know, um, to make a company that can go to the next level. It's one thing to roll out a small business. It's something to create a business that can be sustained and or go to the next level. And so we teach a lot of teamwork, a lot of communication. We encourage them to email. And, you know, we have some frustrations with email because emails and text do not reflect uh, inflection of voice or motivation. And, in fact, I get in trouble a lot of times because I'm real curt on email, not trying to be unpleasant, just to the point people perceive that is, is not real relational. So that's the other thing. you got to get on the phone. you got to talk to people. We are still a one-to-one phone culture, and our teams during the rollout time have to come together in the same city a couple times and eat together, uh, work together, strategize. And, uh, of course, you're always doing Every every three months, you're doing another strategic plan because it's I mean, in the area of finance. Uh, yeah. Every day we see so many examples of corruption and misdeeds, and people saying one thing and doing another. And of course, that dramatically impacts uh, the people who are pursuing an entrepreneurship and pursuing things you'd like them to do. Uh, share with our listeners your thoughts on that, and how to perhaps identify some of these things and how to overcome them. Well, first of all, the only thing that ever gets a total reaction out of everybody and the real colors of a person comes out when there's money involved. You can talk about theory. You can talk about ideas. Money shows the colors of every person. And, uh, you know, there are people motivated to make quick dollars or people motivated to make money at the expense of others. Um, you can only, everybody in their lifetime is going to get burned financially. It's unfortunate because we are, we, it is the human web and we do the best we can. You just try to vet, to use the term we use in our industry, as much as you can 
to know as much as possible and more than one stream of accountability when it comes to money. No checks are signed by one person. Uh, we really have to have a committee to do that, double signatures, uh, review committees, all of that. You always inspect what you expect about money. So now tell us more about these teams, Raymond. Are they in multiple uh, locations then from the sound of it? Yes. Nobody, uh, the ideal world is everybody lives in one city and rolls out of business. That's on how the special ops is done. You can be in Gary, Indiana, Santa Rosa, California, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and all be involved in this team. The responsibility is the two team members hold each other accountable, and at the end of the week we have a debriefing of where we are, what we got done, what we didn't do, and where we need to go from there. So what are the kinds of businesses that you're starting in this kind of uh, remote um, you know, team application? Well, there's a couple interesting things. Um, there is a dojo company, a karate company, that uh, is doing some amazing things with character building, vision building, and they are in three locations, and they've asked us to maybe... I help them launch to the next level. Now, anybody that brings a business that's already existing has to be a part of that special ops program. You have to be involved in the very nature of it. Um, another company, there's a guy that's invented probably the most remarkable ketchup uh, that I've ever tasted, and it's custom ketchup, and he, he cannot make enough in his garage to meet the orders in the state he lives in. He's asked us to consider rolling him out to the next level coming up with, which means you have to find someone who really would make the product for him, take it out of his garage, uh, come up with a marketing plan, those kinds of things. So food service, food product, um, character building. Uh, another, uh, another guy has a skateboard company, and he does. Uh, we're very attracted to character. We want to see businesses that make a difference in people's lives, and skating is a phenomenal subculture. He's having great effect on those cultures. So he's asked us to consider working with him to roll out to become a large skateboard manufacturer. He makes hand right now. So currently it's all existing companies, but companies that are proven, companies that have some amazing goals and character behind them that they can build from. So they come to you with the idea, then you help to bring the team together in these uh, seven critical areas, finance, marketing, sales, so forth, and then two people on each of those functional areas are working with the business owner and then you. Is that how it works, uh, Raymond? Correct. Correct. And, so literally, then, um, th- there are a lot of components. For example, we have a very passionate not-for-profit side where we have a humanitarian goals and some very strong spiritual goals. Typically, the company that helps, that we help roll out, gives a donated piece of that company to the goals of the nonprofit uh, parent company to seven degrees. Uh, there's a lot of unique little things. So, yes, they work directly. So I'm literally mentoring the business owner and training a team to learn how to do it while we grow their business. So the team that's participating is not have any equity position, but they, they're actually learning the game of, of building a business and taking it to the next level. In terms of equity position, that has a lot to do with And we roll out the strategy. We get our... 15 team players together, and we roll out a strategy together. Sometimes some of them could end up being in a new in a new endeavor, officers or leaders in that company. Sometimes what ends up is one of our other uh, global positioning companies is so attracted by those skill set that they're given employment or funding for a goal. 
So there, there's these multiple streams, revenue streams, and, and streams of possibility that emerge out of every special ops thing. If we're rolling out a new company, there is a possibility for equity ownership in that company, yes. Okay, very interesting. So they're going into it uh, to learn, but they can come out with uh, an opportunity. Uh, hopefully more than one. <laughs> okay, that's great. Well, we've learned over the years that there's uh, many, many skill sets uh, that lead to success, but certainly the structure that you put together um, uh, has the potential to uh, build on the strengths of everyone. So we're going to take a little break here, but when we get back, we have more to share about entrepreneurial success, so stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. And get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Michelle Kors Six Degrees is your connected consciousness. Six Degrees is what comes around, goes around radio. Committed to delivering a fresh perspective on thought-provoking, investigative information that can change your life. Six Degrees connects you to the social and emotional scene and is your trusted advisor from finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. It's a positive, upbeat look at life, love, and the pursuit of passion. Get connected Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Raymond Larson, and we've been talking about some interesting strategies on entrepreneurship and success in business and also how um, business can influence the seven degrees of, of life and culture. Well, Raymond, you know, um, you mentioned how you had a, an accident that caused you to move in new directions. And sometimes we get involved in a business opportunity um, where you're just, uh, you have all kinds of passion, you've got the resources, you've got the team, everything seems to be going great. But where does it become um, the persistence and determination become an Achilles heel? When do you know a failure is a failure? 
You know, that's probably the key question. I want to say that, and I understand there is business business failure, but most of your great business success stories have had some amazing failures. Uh, Thomas Edison went bankrupt three times in the development of his strategies. Um, Colonel Sanders couldn't get anybody to help him. Uh, George Washington Carver, he couldn't get anybody to believe what the peanut could do. So there are... Determination is essential, and should you have one project that goes not the way you want to go, that's not the point to give up. That's the point to reassess and continue and, and evaluate. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got a burn rate of cash and it ain't going anywhere and you're going to have to borrow a bunch of money to get it out and you don't have the projected sales or product delivery system to justify that loan, you need to just be honest try to sell the company or walk away from what it is and reevaluate what's happening. Most successful people, and this is hard to believe, are in their 50s and 60s. I mean, yeah, do young men and young women do success stories? Absolutely all the time. But the bulk of success stories is 50s and 60s, sometimes after having lived one career already. Uh, you know, it's it, if we had all the energy at 20 with all the knowledge we have, we'd be different people. So you just got to admit sometimes it didn't work. Um, it just doesn't work sometimes, the delivery system, the team. There's a great book called Good to Great, and it's, it's, it basically says it isn't really the product that's important. It's who's on your bus. Who's riding along with you? He took the right people and could take any product and make it successful. So really it's more about people than it is product. I mean, we always need one more effective swisher mob. We always need one more breath freshener. There's always something and a new way to do it. It's the team that built it. I, I believe it's all about team and relationships. When I pastored, I moved to a, a small town with five of my best friends, and we stayed together for 11 years, and a church grew from 100 to 3,500, which nobody really knows why churches grow. But the team stayed together, and that was half of the battle through our crisis. So, as in essence, really looking at the risk-reward return and considering, you know, who, who the people are that you're working with and uh, just the reassessment process is the third element that I'm hearing you say, Raymond. Yes. In this growing disconnected world, just like meeting the Dawsons is, is a remarkable story for me, staying connected to people who believe and have passion for what needs to be done, that's half the battle. Those kinds of things roll out. We all know some of the famous some of the famous products we enjoy today were serendipitous. They weren't creative what they ended up being used for. You know, Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone for the, for the hearing impaired. And what would we do without our phones today? So, you know, sometimes it's the passion, it's the people, it's the purpose that really makes the difference. Raymond, the other point that I'd like to make has to do with technology. Um, those that are considering entrepreneurship today are just so very, very fortunate to be beginning at this time because of technology. It just allows you to do so many things that 30 years ago when we began, we just didn't have that opportunity. It's, uh, it's an amazing time, an amazing process, and uh, we're working very hard to have it benefit us as we take our services around the country. Yes, uh, it's amazing. We've been playing with Twitter, and it's amazing what a little bit of information will do in a very 
hungry info generation with a little technology. We haven't really began to tap the resources of that. And, uh, you know, I, I, the one thing I believe for still Dawson's is that a handshake's a handshake. And all this technology and all this brilliance and everybody's smarter at 20 than, we, than I am when I turn 50, that things like integrity and keeping your word will last. That's what Seven Degrees is all about, changing the culture from the inside out, yes, with success, because there's nothing to say without success. But success, it's, it's driven by the heart of people that really want people to succeed. Well, we just have a couple of minutes left here in the show, Raymond. I know that you are planning uh, the launch of your own Voice America uh, radio show. Tell us about that. Well, yes, I'm joining the Voice America family. I'm very excited, and that's why you were so gracious to have me. We're finalizing the details for a mid-January launch of a weekly. Um, it, it will involve business. It will involve entrepreneurship. We're still, we're still tweaking what the goals really are. Uh, at this point, it's being called Living at the Seventh Degree. Uh, we're still, that may not be the final title because I'm not sure that makes sense to anybody unless you're inside of it. Very excited about uh, joining a family of radio broadcasts. The Dawsons care about what they do. It isn't just a show. It isn't. They care about changing lives. And as I research the different syndicated radio networks, Voice America seems to share that one quality that, that stands out loud with everything they do. Well, certainly, uh, we're going to welcome you to the family. Can't wait for your show, uh, Raymond. How can folks get information about Seven Degrees in the meantime? Very good. Well, they can go to www.7degrees.org. My wife has oversaw the development of a phenomenal page. Um, they, can, they can call us at 1-800-599-5035, one 599 If you're an entrepreneur or you know and you're knower, you're supposed to lead, not just work a job, which is certainly okay to do then get a hold of us. We'd love to see if there's a fit for you and what we're doing. Uh, it is a very expensive way to launch a business. It sounds uh, very exciting and uh, a model that I think um, uh, has been very well thought out. Raymond, obviously years of experience uh, uh, have gone into creating it, so we wish you the best with it. I want to remind everyone about our seven free videos, those of you who pr- prefer to look for a job or your next uh, career opportunity, get a hold of uh, our seven free videos at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. And next week we have another exciting show for you, so we want to uh, encourage you to come back. And Ken? Raymond, thanks very much. I uh, wish you the best of luck. Say hello to Deborah Forrest. We look forward to coming up to Dallas and uh, uh, working together, planning together, and being very successful together. Thank you, Dawson's, and much success to you and yours. Thanks, buddy. Take care of yourself. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.